In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Betches Media presents At Betches, a podcast hosted by Betches co-founders Jordana Abraham, Sammy Sage, and me, Aileen Drexler. We talk about it all, from the latest celeb drama to the best movies and TV shows out now. We share all of our thoughts, even the unpopular ones. Welcome to our pop culture group chat. Hello and welcome back to the At Betches podcast. I'm Aileen. I'm Sammy. And I'm Jordana. Back from my favorite thing, which was um, moving, as you know, <laughs> and getting getting used to living near Sammy and Eileen. Sa- Sammy and I played tennis this morning. We you did? did? We yes. did. We didn't you invite you because bastards. you're eight months pregnant, and we didn't think you'd want to join. I think I'm nine. <laughs> oh, sorry. Well, I think I don't know. <laughs> Aileen, if you want to sit on the bench next time while we while we. I just will be play. so useless. Like I refuse to like pick up a ball. You don't need to pick up the balls. We picked those up. Our we we got those. We were we're good. I can be your judge. That'll be fun. You can hold the water bottles. I'll be yeah. the water boy. Okay. I'll be yeah. Adam Sandler. You could just hand them to us when we walk over there. So did you guys like play? Was it like good? No. No. I'm, Sammy can tell you how my tennis game. There's is. just no way, Jordana. Like it was, <laughs> it was that fun. <laughs> Here's the thing. No, it was it was fun because it was just like us talking and hitting the ball. Like that's fun. But you know, I think Jordana, you play a little bit like it's pickleball. Like you stand in the middle of the court. And <laughs> Mike always says that too. I'm like, He's like you need to back. move back. You need yeah, to like, move need back. To move back. Right. You, yeah. You're you are always you gravitate to like the center line. Uh-huh. And I'm like, why Why not move back? Can't be in no man's land. I feel like I'm just kind of like sporadically just like trying to just like, like there's no like rhyme or reason to the way that I hit the ball. You, <laughs> you, you play tennis like you ski. Like you're just getting down. <laughs> well, that'll tell you a little bit about my athletic uh, abilities. Yeah, I've never I been- actually think, no, for like having never really learned how to play tennis, like you no. can get the ball over the net. Like we could hit back and forth a, a bunch of times, you know, that's, yeah. and th- it's like skiing. I can get down the mountain. Like I yeah. can do blues, like fine. Like you guys could rally. You guys could rally. Yeah. We had a good rally. I mean, I, th- I haven't, I also haven't played in two years, so it did take me like, t- like it got better as we, yeah. as we, no. played. yeah, I think next time I would be better to start than I was this time. I think you probably need like three lessons from an actual instructor yeah. that will show you how to swing better and then you can start doing that swing and mm-hmm. then you'll just gradually get better like the more you do it and you don't need to play like games like we don't need to play a game i like playing games though why i don't actually like playing tennis like matches i love rallying right the rallying's the fun part i think doubles is fun doubles no. is fun but like here's the thing with the game it's like Which pressure why do you want to like end the rally if Basically, when you're playing a game, you want the rallies to end because you want to win one. When you're just hitting, you want to keep it going. So it's more fun. That's something someone who's not competitive at all would say. No, Avi's very competitive <laughs> and he and I just hit. But we, but it's like, okay, we want to keep it going but, as long as possible. So it's like a team – it's like a team effort to keep it going right. longer for I both of us. I see what you're saying. It's Because if you stop the rally, then you have to like start over, get the ball, blah, blah, blah. It's not – that's not fun. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I I mean, I agree. It's more fun to play when you're like not someone's not trying to hit it so far away from you that it's just right. very right. stressful. I understand if you're like in a league and you want to play tennis games like that's its own thing. But we're just playing as friends. Here's my issue with all sports that um, and I say sports loosely. Um, I'm very bad at controlling like more than one limit at a time. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, yeah. let's get, like, I can do, like, one, th- like, so it's, One like, leg at a time. <laughs> yeah, well, it's just kind of, like, I don't like having to know where every different, every body every part limb. has to be in the right place. That's just not a skill of mine. Like, that's why I'm not good dancing. Like, you know, dan- right. you know, the really good dancers, you see, like, backup dancers, they, like, 
their whole body is moving like in sync in like different ways than the other parts of their body. And that's just not something like multitasked movement. Right. Yeah. On on their bodies. And that's just not a skill. I'm learning. You know, it's funny. I'm moving into this house. I'm learning a lot of things that I can't do. (laughs) Like what? (laughs) What else? (laughs) Like uh, decorate or move my body in tandem with one other part. You can't decorate. No, that's true. But like on a But there's a lot of like house maintenance that I'm sure you've realized you can't do like plumbing. Like we, you know. Oh, I've always known I couldn't. No, but like you always knew you couldn't decorate either. I can't. (laughs) She didn't know. She didn't know. (laughs) Jordana, you knew you. Jordana, you know you can't. Her studio apartment was really pretty. Yeah. I thought I did a great job with my studio. I mean, it's not like you're like a bad decorator, but you know that's not like my skill. That's not like. Like also a studio apartment is like so a very different endeavor than like a house, which even I think people who are like good at it are it's a it's, it's an really endeavor. Difficult. But yeah. yeah, no, we should play tennis more. I'm taking lessons in a, a few months once I am ready. Do you have an instructor? We're looking. I'm I'm gonna do it through the 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 tennis place near me. Oh, okay. Well, I definitely wanna play more. Maybe we could do a tournament. Why don't we do a group lesson? Yeah, mm. or we could do a tour. We could do a Betches <laughs> doubles tournament. I want private lessons. <laughs> oh, she wants private lessons. Okay, Jordana, we can split the cost of lessons. Yes, but you're like better than me. But but it doesn't matter. It's not like we'd be like he would just instruct me, and then he didn't or she, whoever they okay. are, would yeah. instruct you. All my okay. tennis play, my tennis pros have always been men. Also, you have to play in, indoors in the winter, so that's why you have to like go to a place. You can't like do outdoor tennis. I mean, you could do outdoor tennis probably through like oh, December. Eh, December sounds a little cold. Depends. <laughs> what, depends on the global warming that year. That's yeah. true. That's true. Well- there have been times when I realized I shouldn't have trusted my gut, like watching that extra show when I know I really should go to sleep because I have to wake up early or buying that pair of shoes that I really don't need. Probiotics can help with most of your gut decisions, but if your gut needs a little support, Ritual has your back. I love Ritual. I used to take Ritual's prenatals. It made me feel so strong and healthy during my pregnancy. My nails were so strong. My hair was great. I just really love the brand. Their three-in-one supplement includes a prebiotic, probiotic, and postbiotic with two of the world's most clinically studied probiotic strains. Postbiotics provide fuel to the cells that make up the gut lining to support a healthy gut barrier. Ritual's delayed release capsules are designed to help survive the harsh conditions of the upper GI tract. It's an all-in-one minty capsule and there's no refrigeration needed. And Ritual uses scientific tools to select lower carbon packaging, prioritizing sustainability sourced ingredients, and set ambitious climate goals. There's no more shame in your gut game. Symbiotic Plus and Ritual are here to celebrate not hide your insides. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash betches. Start Ritual or add Symbiotic Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash betches for 25% off. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them buttoned up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. Not only are they offering you an unbiased opinion, they're also professionals in the field and they know because you could be going through something and you'll have someone to talk through it, but you could also not be going through something. Things might arise and you don't even realize something is bubbling up. I'm really good at identifying it now, but when I was like very early in my therapy, I didn't really realize I had anxiety or it was really affecting my life. And I figured that out with a therapist and I realized how it was affecting my life. And it was just such a great experience. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H E L P.com slash betches. Shall we talk about the pop, pop culture? culture of the the week? pop culture? There is a lot going on. There's a lot, as going I on. say every week, most weeks. But there really is this week. Should we start with the lead? The lead. What do you consider the lead? I think the Britney Spears divorce is the lead. I think so too. It's still a little bit like anticlimactic though. I mean, it's not shocking. Well, there's just not that much information about like why, 
how there's not he really... filed for divorce. Was she the one with no prenup? I'm a little worried. Yeah. And and um Octavia Spencer, I think, commented like when they had a wedding announcement, like get make him sign a prenup on her Instagram. Mm. I'm re- I really I'm very upset that she doesn't have a prenup. This is upsetting for me. But like, okay, we're assuming that this man is it's a little suspect. A regular husband and that like I never thought he was a regular husband, but also also he's saying that she's cheated on him and she's denying that entirely. And it's so it's just weird. And then I saw something online and I just have no idea if it, it was real news or fake news, so I apologize for just sharing a rumor, but that he's like asking for more money to keep secrets. Who could have, who could have, who could have predicted this? Is that not blackmail? I don't know if I read it on like something that was fed to me via explore. Extortion, extortion, right? (laughs) So maybe it's not true because I, we wouldn't know about it and sounds illegal. So I apologize for sharing this rumor. It's extortion is definitely illegal. Okay. I don't think that this story has very many reliable narrators in it, to be honest. Like, I don't think anyone in the story is a reliable narrator. Like, I don't think this relationship was ever... Did you know that he's 29? Really? So is my husband. I think I heard he was younger. She's 41. (laughs) Fair enough. And he's 29. Okay. All of this was incredibly predictable. But at least we got to see their wedding. It was and Paris Hilton went and I'm just worried that he's like another person taking advantage of her. Hundred percent. And that he's like this con man who's like pretending to like giving her like love so that he can marry her and then divorce her and get out of I think we've always sort of thought that. It was not out of the realm of possibility that all along he has been sort of a not hired. Long but game. A long game, but not like a hired boyfriend, but like he was placed uh, by the conservatorship, I always thought. Placed. People always thought. Placed conveniently. And I feel like this was always sort of extremely inevitable. But it is weird that he's accusing her of cheating. Like that is it to weird? me is a weird part of the story. Yeah. Well, that's try- probably why he's trying to justify he's the one filing for divorce. But if I were him and I had a master plan, I listen to a lot of true crime podcasts. <laughs> if I had a master plan for this scenario, I would... I would generate some cheating rumors so that I looked like less of a scam artist to justify my divorce, like my asking for this divorce so early and then getting my alimony for however many years he's going to take her for. Right. Right. I also like... Like there's got to be a reason. Mm -hmm. The thing that sparked something for him to just like go. Right. So he doesn't seem like a complete asshole. Yeah, I, I I agree with that. I think she could have cheated, could have not. Like, whether he's saying... I, I believe that he would not... There's nothing that he wouldn't do. He strikes me as that type of person. I just don't think this marriage is, like, at all real. And, like, even if he's saying that she cheated, maybe they already were had, like, this open relationship where both were seeing other people and it was just there for convenience and something happened where he's like, I'm over it. And now he's just, like, saying this cheating thing so that, like, publicly there is, like, a reason or, like, you know, an inciting event for it to right. – ra- so people don't, like, speculate further, which they were obviously are. The cheating could have also been, like, someone else kind of taking advantage of her. If you know, you know what I mean? Like she posts a lot of nudes on the internet and like, who knows what she thought she was getting into when she's talking to some person. You just really I don't know. Like, I just, I just feel like she's too, like she has so much security. It would be tough to cheat. Like, well, the security is employed by her. Well, like, securities, she hired them. They're taking her to the guy's house. <laughs> Or the guy's coming over. I don't know. I just feel like she'd be like easily manipulated into something. I don't know. I think that, yeah, I think that she'd be easily manipulated into everything. And so none of this, all of this is very hard to parse through because everyone's motivations are just very skewed. Well, it's not the end of it all too. Like there's going to be so much more that comes out. I have a very strong suspicion. Totally. But also like another breakup. There's so many breakups. There are breakups. This I don't like put this in the category of why like not? It's celeb breaks. divorce. Just been together forever because you don't think it was a real relationship. Well, just, yeah, it's not love. Just because it doesn't feel the same to me as the same situation. It feels like it's in the Britney Spears controversy category rather than the celebrity divorce category. 
you know? But apparently Britney is going to be maybe sitting down with Oprah for a tell-all before her book comes out. I would watch that. A hundred percent. But it's – so it's not confirmed. She's considering a TV interview with Oprah before The Woman in Me is released in October. So she has four weeks to decide if she wants to accept, and that will be like her first time to actually – speak from her own words publicly without maybe without editing editing i don't know i think if she's gonna do it it's got to be with oprah agreed it can't be with anyone else it has to be with oprah no exactly agreed oprah <laughs> or none not bethany frankel <laughs> definitely not bethany frankel no i think oprah's a good one agreed were you agreed. silenced or were you silenced oprah could just recycle the same questions uh-huh. and like you know <laughs> There's been so much on page six, back and forth, back and forth about Harry and Meghan versus what Kate, Kate's having late night talks with Harry. And oh, you know that what? all, this, it's all like, it's all fed news. This. It's all fed news. Late like, night talks with Harry, what? Yeah, like private chats and he's like doing it behind Meghan's back and, oh. but, but it's all fake. It's all fake. No, it's Aileen, like, Aileen. It's not real. It's rumors. It's gossip. It's gossip. No, it's not. It's not gossip. Regardless of whether it's real or fake or rumors or totally made up, the fact is that they are reporting it for a reason. There's a PR, someone who's- I mean, That's what I mean. It's a PR-fed narrative, and that's what that's what I'm trying to read through it. And so my my process, the, what I'm reading is that I think Harry is trying to reconcile with the royals, yes. and the royals are working on it. Uh, too like there's a there's a lot it's it's like so much and then at the same time we predicted that Megan is starting a blog so Megan entered Instagram as Megan right we 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 predicted that go us Sammy actually you did it but we figured it out together someone tagged us yeah oh I must have missed that they were like we called it we should keep a list. <laughs> and then also she was seen, photographed, also fake. Everybody was like obsessed that she was wearing this like coat in the middle of like the warm weather. But she was wearing like some wellness patch. And like people are like, what is this wellness patch? It is very hot. Just it's, it's not coat weather. Just And so again, I think that she's ready to launch like Megan Goop and Magoop. How many goops do we need? She had she had goop before goop. Yeah, she tig. was like the TIG. She had the TIG. The TIG predated. Maybe it was the same time as Goop, but it definitely predated Poosh. Yeah. For that sure. was like, I think the TIG is really who Megan is. Like, to me, yeah. elitist recommendations with like a soft touch. Do it up, Megs. That's ve- influencer life. Like, Megan is an influencer at her core. Can we say, can we talk about page six and how good they are at clickbait? Like, I don't read many articles on the internet. I really just don't. But I just feel like their headlines are so, like, I want to know more. Like, I read a lot of their news stories. You even click though, to learn more. Yes. <laughs> like in, the link in the bio. Okay. Yes. I, I agree with you, but I also think that has to do with what the publicists are feeding them. Like, yeah. it's not about the – they're not reporting. They're, no. they're receiving. They don't have journalists. <laughs> right. Yes. Like, they're receiving information. Yeah. Totally. They're, a, they're a well-titled bulletin board. That's why I, but it's fun because it's sort of yeah. like a PR miss, like a PR puzzle. Right. And so yes. I like read the headlines and I'm like, okay, what are, what are each PR team trying to tell me? Yeah. That's how I read it too. It's like, what's your, what impression are they, are they aiming to, what direction are they aiming in? So they have a lot of that type of stuff, but then there's also, oh, actually Harry and Megan are happily together. That's probably from Megan. I also red flag it when I notice that they're being nice to Meghan and Harry because that means that, okay, maybe they're doing some smoothing over the, the royal family. The royal family is the one who's who pays page six, not the other way around because it's Daily Mail, right? You think it's payment? I don't think it's payment. I think it's, I think it's like access. Okay, well, whatever. They have an agreement. Yeah, it's, it's exclusives and it's also but it's also like it's not only the royal family megan could do it anyone could do it yes but i'm sure they have like there's no way that they haven't arranged like an exclusivity like you can't get paid by 
Megan. No, but it's not about paid. It's like you can get they get, they're going to take tips from anyone, and they're going to try to tell the most engaging story for them. It's not like they're like we are working in for the interest of the royal family only. They'll work in their own interests. I don't as think so. far. Of course, it is when. When I think people, I think celebrities pay page six, especially Bethany Frankel, to to keep them in the news. But they don't all. No, not all. But I don't think the royal family needs to pay page six because they're they have interesting secrets. Pay, right, but my my thing is like they have. You, we know the press arrangement with the royal family. Daily page six is owned by Daily Mail, right? It's New York Post. Page six. I be, owned by the same. I think they're both. It's owned. Murdoch. Owned by the same by Fox, like New York Post, but but it doesn't matter. It's not like that cut and dry. It's in this situation. It's like they're still trying to they're trying to create drama so more people will read. So if they have conflicting things that come from different sides, they're still gonna post them because it benefits them. But there, I do think there are situations where like maybe they would not publish something at the behest of the more powerful party. Which in this case, but but they're still not going to be like, no, we will not post that Meghan and Harry are happy today. It depends on the arrangement. I don't believe. But I don't that think it's, it's that. So like, I don't oh, think yeah, it's post whatever you want, guys. No, I don't. Meghan think it's, is. There's no arrangement. There's no spoken arrangement. It's like understood. It's like there's no signed agreement between all these people. It's just like you're gonna. That's how publicists. It's all like. Soft suge- it's all soft suggestion, the way they talk in succession, where they never really say what they're saying. But there are people, there are celebrities who pay, like pay them to stay relevant. I'm sure, yes, they'll accept payment from those celebrities. You guys been reading about Tori Spelling? No. How yeah. much is she paying? Well, uh, Tori Spelling's, it's not that positive, so I don't think she's paying for it. But the shit, the headlines that I read about Bethany Frankel on page six, I'm like, this is not news. And there is just 0%. She is not... Pay, like have a, has a monthly retainer of page six where like she's promised certain headlines about literally nothing. It's you literally think she has nothing. a monthly retainer written out. Oh, for sure. There's, I just, I like, can't see that. You, you have to, anytime you see, follow page six, see any type of headline you read about Bethany that is, doesn't have to do with like zeitgeisty stuff. Like, like the Raquel interview. I believe there is something, but I don't think it's written out is my point. Oh, like for sure. They pay you think? Them. Yeah. It's, there's no way. Maybe someone could let us know. All right. But I heard, just in ter- on this, the note of this conversation, I heard with Tori Spelling, you know how they're, they're, they're photographed, they're like taking pictures of her in a trailer park yeah. with her family and saying like she's like very poor now. And her mom won't put her up. Yeah. Even though her dad is Tori Spelling and he has like hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. 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 Whatever. I grew up across the street from Aaron Spelling. Exactly. <laughs> Legally Blonde. Um, so, but I heard she's maybe like trying to pitch some reality show and that is why she is like setting, like allowing herself to be photographed outside of trailer parks with her kids. Otherwise, like I'm sure she could find someone. She can. Okay. Here's why. Because Josh Flagg, Million Dollar Listing LA, BFF with like candy spelling and also read that Josh Flagg offered Tori like one of his homes to stay and she said, no, thanks. I want to teach my kids something. No chance. She's because she probably tried to pitch a show about teaching her kids. Yeah, exactly. Some oh. shit. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I agree with that. That makes sense. Interesting. Spring has sprung, and that means it's time for some spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items, from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. So you can make sure you're shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you're purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, new warm weather bedding, Reflight for that summer getaway. Other apps give you points that don't amount to much. With Ibotta, just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying Ibotta by using the code BETCHES when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code BETCHES. 
Betches. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code Betches. If you're looking for simple but quality products for your five-minute makeup routine or want full-face glam that'll stun on a night out, Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. Thrive Cosmetics beauty products are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, made with clean, skin-loving ingredients, high-performance and trademarked formulas, and uncompromising standards. It's easy to see why their bestsellers have thousands of five-star reviews. My long-standing favorite, as you already know, is their mascara, but my favorite thing about Thrive is that they also support communities that we care about and do their best to give back. And while you know how much I love their mascara, right now I am loving their new Brilliant Eye Brightener. It is a highlighter stick made to brighten and open up your eyes, giving you an instant eye lift. You just apply it to the inner corner of your eyes to look rested and effortless. You can also use it as an eyeshadow for a perfect daytime glow or use the metallic shades for an easy smoky eye. It goes on very easily, making it easy to blend any of the 16 shades. Perfect for a five-minute makeup or a full-face glam. Spring is a great time to refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. And right now you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com betches. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash Betches for 10% off your first order. All right, while we're talking about people who were famous a long time ago, Ashley Olsen and her husband apparently had a baby. They had their first baby. Her and her husband, is it Louis or Louis Eisner? Do you don't know? All right. All right. Well, her and her husband- Lewis. I'm making that. Um, Lewis or Louis. I feel, I don't know. Someone let us know. They got married in December 2022. They have been, they were totally private. They didn't say they were even having a baby, but now they have one. And do we even know it's a, if it's a boy or a girl? I thought yes. I read that it was a son. A b- a son. I know the name. A boy. I know the name. What's I the follow name? this Olsen um, fan account for reasons I don't know. <laughs> Because of the full house connection? Maybe. I just really do like the Olsen twins. They're just such they're just I so like that mysterious. they're I like I agree. I love the mystery. I and we're interested like, in them. They don't have to pay page six. No. Okay, their their the their son is named Otto Mozart Eisner. Mozart. Wow. Otto. I like yeah. Otto. I like that. Um good for them. The Olsons, I feel like, are a good example of people who actually just want to be rich and not famous. Yeah. And they're like, we're not going to sell ourselves if we don't need to. Right. Because they already were famous. I don't think they liked it. And now they're just like, let us just like be quietly make money with like the road. And like be a fashion house. Because also they like went through some stuff when they were in their like early 20s and they probably Mm -hmm. were like, this screws up our lives. It screws up our mental health. We don't need to do it because we have money and Mm -hmm. we have other aspirations. They were really smart about the row. And And also talented. Like they couldn't have made the row if they – Right. They didn't They have had that. like a fashion instinct that they like actually cultivated rather than like sold out is what it was. They worked with like serious people. I'm sure they didn't design it in, you know, they hired the right people. They might have. They had that line at Target when they were like in, in like teenagers. They probably had a very early intro into fashion when they were just like marketing their names. And then yeah. they probably realized like, oh, we're actually better at fashion than we are at acting, which is true. But we're really famous. So we can just parlay our name into like making something super high end and fashioning. Yeah, now Lizzie Olsen is the uh, actress. Act- actress in the family, and she's a very, I think she's a great actress. She's a much better actress than them. Right. I mean, they were kid actresses. They were not, like, trained to act. Like, yeah. they just did. Just, like, they were just trained to, like, say cute little lines. Which and they be did twins. Very well. Yeah. And look cute. And then, you know, walk around with Starbucks in their hand later on. Yeah. Love them. Very alluring. Yeah. yeah, on this fan account, I, she posted some stories of the only times that Ashley has stepped out during the times that she was, like, allegedly pregnant. And um, I guess not allegedly, but she's just wearing her, her big row coat. I think I saw just, her. You Didn't you see her? Was when? she wearing yeah. a big coat? I saw her in April um, on the you street. You would never like, have our, noticed that she was pregnant. <laughs> by our office. No, I didn't even – okay, so it's funny. I was actually – I saw someone – it was, like – April, but it was pretty hot out that day. And there was someone wearing like a short woman, blonde woman where I think I took a picture of the back of her, uh, like, like in a most annoying person in New York. Um, 
And she was wearing like a long black clothes. And then I was like, is that? And a coat. Mary Kate or Ashley Olsen. I don't know the difference. Yeah, and a coat. And then like I turned around and they were wearing big ass sunglasses. And but it was like I could tell it was her. And she saw me looking at her. And then she went to the side of the street and like turned into the mall. That was her. left. Yes. Because I also had a similar interaction where she did that several years ago. <laughs> or one of the one of them. I was walking behind her going where she was coming out of Soul Cycle. And like as soon as I saw her and she saw me see her, she like tried Retreated. to she like ducked away. And I was like, I, you know, I wasn't going to stop her. Like, I'm not, right. you know. The outfit is almost less their aesthetic and more like their cla- camouflage. She was wearing Soul Cycle stuff at the time. Oh, so I was, was once in a Soul Cycle class with one of them. On 83rd Street, right? Like, they're, that's where so. they went. Yeah. yeah. So she definitely, they definitely are like giving off the vibe, like, leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm into it. Strong leave me alone vibes. I liked it. Okay. Agreed. Good for them. Happy, yeah. happy for which Al Olsen was it that had the baby? Ashley. Ashley. Happy for Ashley. Should we talk about someone who does not know how to just go away and be rich? Yes. And I know who you're talking about. It's Bethany. She yeah. Is, she is something else. Yeah. It's a lot. There's a few things that are I that I think are like part of this conversation. Do you want to start with the Rock Hell of it all, or do you want to talk about like Bethany's Sudden interest in workers' rights. I want to hear about it all because I haven't been following this story that closely. So can someone explain what's going on to me? Like I'm five? Yeah. Okay, what do you, Aileen, what do you find to be like the more, where, where do you think we should start? Yeah. I'll just say, I'll just give you the, the context. Okay, so since the strike, the, the actor strike, the, all of it, the SAG strike, Bethany decides like, oh, I'm going to be the face after she, I, I noticed it was like after they revealed like it was on social that like Fran Drescher was like the head of like the SAG. She's right? always been the head of SAG, but she had a good speech. No, you never really knew about it. It wasn't really that public. Everyone was sort of like, oh, my God, like the nanny is the head of the SAG yeah. after or whatever. So then Bethany's like, oh, shit, like I can be the head of like the reality union. Let's make a reality star union. So she starts posting. She says that she just like threw out one random comment. Like, yeah. and then it then it, it spiraled from there. She starts posting. She starts now hashtagging it, the reality reckoning. She's not even she, on reality shows anymore. <laughs> no, well, she wants to be because she keeps pitching them. Apparently, okay. she recently pitched a Bravo show. That she says started two years ago. And then they like tried to take her. They tried to like take the show from her and they were trying to make another Housewives and she didn't like it. She she had a reality show on HBO. I watched it. Um, and so she's starting – she's trying to unionize the reality stars is basically what no, she's, she's doing. No, she's not actually trying to unionize the reality stars. She is, she is collecting complaints and she got in <laughs> touch with, with the, a, a fancy lo- – a big name lawyer whose name she drops – likes to drop and they are big yeah. names. Um that they started like collecting complaints from reality people. And then she probably started feeding into like page six, like Bethany's talking to these people. Bethany's talking to Nini. Bethany's talking to so-and-so about how they were mistreated on reality TV. Unless I'm just not hearing about it. I don't see what union there is. Like you have to sign people up for a union. Like there's a- No, but we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. I think that is her ultimate goal is what I'm saying is she wants to create a union for reality stars. And I don't think she's actually doing anything to- We don't know. Further that cause. I think what she's actually doing is just having lawyers write scary letters. That's- Can't she just join her co-op board like a normal middle-aged woman? That's not enough. She's been on Bravo. She, she does have like a great, you know, like rescue, like be strong and all right. that. And now we like would love to she, have her help right now. She is doing that. I think she is doing that. And I, I'm glad that she does that. Like that's an amazing thing that she's using her star power to like to do. And okay, so she wants to remain relevant through that. Great. I think that's an amazing thing. Wait, so but why why when if you want to help people disaster relief, why not when there's a giant disaster in Maui? You're not gonna. They are doing that. They are. But but remember when she was getting all this press for flying to Puerto Rico and handing out cash? Yeah. Go to 
You know, it's very like, oh, now I'm focusing on the victim, Raquel Levis, the biggest victim we have in society right now. It yeah. would be one thing if she were, if, if it felt like she was actually creating a union and like partnering with an existing union to be like, we're going to form a chapter. Like there's a process that's legally protected, but it doesn't seem like that's actually part of what's going on here. It's not a sexy thing to organize a union. It is very sexy to get your name in page six and to interview Raquel, even though she didn't even watch Vanderpump and doesn't know. She says like, I don't watch the show. I don't know what's going on. It's like, this is just the worst example of what you're trying to prove. Cause the thing is, I do agree with like the idea of her cause. Like reality stars should have protections. There should be like a reality cast members like Bill of Rights. There should be worker prote workplace protections mm -hmm. for them. And you can achieve that by unionizing. Again, she's talking about like residuals, which ever the whole point of the writers and actors strike is that residuals are no longer relevant. So it's just and then she brings Raquel on, who was the worst right. example of exploitation ever. Because Raquel hid her affair from the producers. The producers didn't exploit her affair. She hid it from them. It's just – and her interview was just well, so bad. It like – she doesn't well, it know it. also just the way in which – I thought – the way in which it dropped, too, it was just like for, suddenly that morning, oh, Bethany sits down with Raquel – Rachel, because she's officially going by Rachel now. And, I'm calling her Raquel still. And Sorry. the whole interview – the beginning of the interview – and in two parts. I, I didn't I didn't hear I didn't get a chance to listen to part two, which came out today. But I listened to part one. Sammy, you said you read about part two. I read this I read the summary. Part one started off where I don't watch VPR. Your people came to me. Why did you choose me? And like and she, and then she, Raquel, Rachel was like my mom likes you. <laughs> You're forced to be reckoned with and they like what she likes what she's been saying using Raquel as the example for how reality stars are being exploited. But the irony, I suppose, hypocrisy, I'm not sure which one it is, but she's like exploiting Raquel's situation, whatever it is, for her benefit, like the whole – because everything that Raquel, Sammy, you did you felt this, right? Like every time she would have a response to Raquel, it always came back to how can I put in my cause? How can I yes. say, oh, was this, were the cameras up then? She said that to one of them. She was like, oh, were you still filming? Um, and this shouldn't have happened on reality. Like it was just like a lot about that. And the interview, like it really seemed like, and Sammy, I know you said this to me too, but. I also, I agree that like Raquel seemed like she's really learned a lot through therapy. Like she's gotten, she's a little bit more aware and she seems like she's some path to, on some path to healing. But Bethany she's, was just like, it's not Bethany your fault. literally, you heard Bethany. Raquel came, I think, with like a good posture of like, I'm learning these things. A good interviewer, a, bra a real true Bravo interviewer would have dug in like, tell me what you learned. Why? What did this have to do with Tom Sandoval? How, tell us more about Tom Sandoval. She doesn't even know what's going on, it sounds like. She doesn't watch the show. She just said she watched the reunion. But here's, okay, so Bethany, you literally heard Bethany undo all of Raquel's two months of therapy because <laughs> she basically is like, Raquel's like taking responsibility in her first like five minutes and then Bethany's, but it's the show. It's not your fault. Like, it's not that big a deal. You were, They weren't even married. Like, Bethany undoes, like, basically talks her out of accountability on air. And, like, it's sort it's, of. She guides her. She set her back within 15 minutes. Like, she guides her out of it and, and makes it, like, it's the show. It's someone else. You shouldn't be getting all this right. hate. And it's, like, okay, here's what, here's what really kills me. She doesn't challenge her on anything. Like, Raquel, she's like, you guys weren't even really good friends. You were just like show friends. And Raquel's like, yeah, we never hung out alone together off camera. Like, okay, she says I'm that? sure. Raquel says that. But wow. also. Not a good look. Bethany, I, I thought know. you watched the reunion. What about the part where Raquel suggested they be in a throuple with this girl you're not that close with because you love her? Like, it's like she, wa even the thing that she watched, she can't follow through on because she can only right. see her point. And if she knew the story, she would know that Raquel is not a good demonstration 
of her point. At Raquel all. is very like, I feel like manipulative, not, not manipulative, but able to be manipulated. What do you call that? Easily that manipulated. Word? Easily manipulated. Suggestible. Suggestible. But also vulnerable. But, but it's, I feel like she could, she could be convinced to agree with anyone she's sitting with. Correct. But it's not, it's not even that, that Raquel, what happened with Raquel is not an example of exploitation on Ria, on Bravo. It's just not. What like, is an example? An example would have been um, Naked Wasted, Scary I was th- Island. That was actually the first thing that came yeah. to my mind was Naked Wasted yeah. as well. Scary Island, I think. When that boat in Cartagena, where there wasn't enough and on Roni, where there it was really unsafe and they almost crashed. But that happened to us too. No, we <laughs> were not the same. It's not the same. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competition for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios in Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliai was Nevada's contestant nearly 20 years ago. Now she's returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and the brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. I'm Betcha's co-founder, Aileen, and as you may know, we have been in the media game for a minute. And between meetings, podcasting, dinners, etc., I need a wardrobe that works with me, not against me. And that's why Lee is a staple in my wardrobe. I recently got this white jacket, jean jacket from Lee, and I got their button-down. I must say that the quality is very, very good because when you wear a button-down, it is very difficult to find one that doesn't kind of come apart. And this one is not only very soft and comfortable, like I can move my arms around, but I really, really like it. It just looks really cute. And it's like Western. Western's so in right now. And then I also love the white jacket I got. It's like off-white, but it has this blue stitching and it's like, I'm going to wear it over the shoulders, perhaps on my vacation. I'm just really into it. And Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. It's a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG and what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, that's L-E-E dot com, that's L-E-E dot com to shop spring looks now. More recently on Below Deck, I even watched. Oh, I heard there was something on Below Deck. I watched, just watched those episodes. No, but Bravo was, the producers were responsible and responsible in a good way, like responsible producers and stepped in, and the the captain and head Stu Asia, love her, like fired all of the people um, immediately. And what happened? It was really good. What happened? There were so there was one there was one girl, one of the Stews. She got really drunk at dinner, and one of the guys on the deck crew was also drunk, and he kept like sort of. He was being a little bit too Touching. trying to get with her. And Aisha One of the in the car, also drunk. No, this is all oh. crew. Aisha on the way home from, because like, this was, you know, when, when their whole ch- yeah. charter is over. They, they, have go the out. Night, they have the day off, the night and off. And so, so Aisha drunkenly still was like, I don't, I'm going to stay with her. I don't like the way that this guy is sort of like, she passed out on his lap in the, in the van and he said something like, oh, later, later, like about hooking up with her. And so Aisha drunkenly was like, I'm going to stay with her. And so she does make sure she gets back to her room safely. And she, the girl p- falls asleep and she's asleep, trying to fall asleep in her room. She leaves because power goes out in the, in the, in the yacht. And then you see the guy, I forget his name because like, I don't watch the show. I just watched those two episodes. The guy comes into the girl's room trying to, like, wake her up naked. He's naked. Gets into her bed. He's naked. Gets into the bed with her. 
she's asleep and the producer and he tries to close the door and the producer's like no 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 man like they they he kicks open they kick open the door and he, the guy like slams it back closed and then the producers are like On absolutely camera? not get out get out yeah, oh my you have god to get out this is you can't she's still do sleeping? this She's she's like half asleep. She doesn't really know what's going on, right? Because she's really drunk. But she's she went to bed. Like there was no like anything, right? So, Aisha, who's also kind of drunk, like learns about this later. She comes back and like lays with her, I think. But either way, she gets really upset, Aisha, and she goes wakes up the captain, tells him what's happened. They kick the guy off the boat, tell him to go to a hotel the next day the captain fires him. That's insane just because like if someone would do that while they know there are cameras everywhere, imagine what they would do without that. He was he was very drunk. Exactly. And that was the point was like you don't know what would have happened if like that door was closed, the cameras were down, mm-hmm. all of that shit. Okay, but then oh there's God. a part second person who was fired. The there's this uh, the second stew the third stew was the girl who was drunk. The second stew, the next day, was like, used to hook up with the guy who was fired in the past. She was all like, oh, can we say bye to him? Like, what? He was fired. She told every, she was talking to the girl who was sort of the victim in this situation, was like, oh, I guess maybe I should have just been with him instead. She was saying like all this like weird suggestive stuff. She also said to her, she was like, oh, well, I mean, maybe you were just like leading him on and all of this stuff, like blaming her. She didn't see what happened, but she was very much trying to defend the guy who did something indefensible. So the complaints go to the captain and the captain fires her too. And so I think all of that because was, oh, and then also she was herself being really, really aggressive towards one of the other deck hands, a guy trying to like, he kept saying no, no, no. And she kept like still flirting with him and touching him and being weird. So she was fired. And the producers, I think, did a really good job of telling the story. The crew did a really good job of like making sure nobody was exploited. And that and, yeah. and, and all of all of the fans of Below Deck were saying like this was and Bravo were like applauding Bravo for the way in which they presented the story. But that's, that's one example yeah. of something good. <laughs> okay, so like, but that's good that there is like a model. I didn't, I didn't see it, but there, it sounds like it was handled responsibly and like quickly and yeah, it was you know good. concisely fucked up. It, yeah, and I think that that's the kind of thing that is totally legitimate, and that should all be like kind of put into official rules. And I, I, I completely like agree that this is, it makes sense for Bethany. Bethany's ideas but mm-hmm. I just don't think that she is the person who is coming across as trustworthy Not especially authentic. in the way she's right like get someone who you kind of believe that they actually give a shit and they aren't just doing this for attention and I don't know yeah. she she feels- probably would hate that response but it's like I don't know I think there are so many better examples and that she wants Raquel on her show so she can get a lot of downloads that's why she split it into three parts it it's it sort of happened because or she started to get the idea or she claims this was the reason why it was when she interviewed jill zarin okay again for clout for attention she finds out through that interview that they didn't that the producers told bethany that jill knew that bethany was coming to to bobby's funeral but jill actually didn't know that bethany was coming and so she was like you manipulated this whole situation it's really fucked up and she seemed like very jarred and not jarred. Yeah. She seemed very shocked by all of it. And that's when she was like, this is the this is what I'm going to hang on to. And this is what I'm going to hook into. And now I'm going to start the reality reckoning. I agree. That's when she got going. I don't, I don't agree necessarily that she's not the person because she does have like, she will not stop. And that's a good thing for someone who is fighting for a cause. She doesn't give a shit what anybody thinks of her. She just kind of keeps going. But at the same time, like, she doesn't care if she's liked, is what I mean. She does. But, like, she doesn't, like, she wants attention, but she doesn't care at all if people talk shit about her. 
because she just keeps going. No, I think she just has a higher tolerance for more people but talking shit about the, her. Yeah, okay. So that's a good that's well, a she's good person. a reality star at heart. She wants to be talked about. Yeah, she wants. Good or bad. Right. I don't know. I, I totally agree with the cause. I don't know if this is actually what she's doing, though. Like, I, what right. you're saying is like, okay, having a lawyer write a letter is not to NBC. It's not actually like going to achieve workers' rights. That's not how you achieve that. Like, scaring them when you don't – NBC is not going to lose, quote-unquote, this battle. But they can lose a PR battle. But you need to have the right person fighting it. Like, Bethany using Raquel as the spokesperson for this is so, so bad when there are actual people who were exploited on reality TV. Look at Kim Richards. Like, they should – True. Someone like her, like, they shouldn't have allowed her to be filming – what about Taylor Armstrong and that whole situation? Like there have been really, really, really bad situations on the show that we watched Jen Shaw get arrested. Like it's, there are really, really messed up things that have happened on the show and Raquel hiding her affair from the producers and then not monetizing it and then being upset because other, other people did is not her being exploited by Bravo. It's, you know what? She's just mad that there she were, didn't. There, I, I, the, however, all of that said, and also she doubles down in part two. I don't agree that 100% that Bethany, like, mate changed Raquel's mind. Like, she goes on to this show. She's ready to sort of tell her side. Like, she. But, but Bethany she, encouraged her in a, in a particular direction, whereas a therapist. She didn't question anything she was saying. So, but there are, there were things that I felt a little bit icked by not to talk about jared's ick but everyone go stream 37 and single on netflix um the the ick was my favorite by the way um there were some things that icked me out by the way that bravo handled the whole thing the scandal like like they didn't really step in a lot when when they were when ariana was saying a lot of fucked up shit to raquel because, like, they didn't step in. And every single episode of Watch What Happens Live after on, like, after every VPR episode was just, like, interviewing, like, a fan, like, a celebrity fan plus a Bravo uh, a VPR person. Just asking the same kind of questions that, like, promoted Raquel slash Tom hate. And it just felt a little bit icky to me. It did feel, it felt icky. But that's reality TV. Those people, yeah. There is a sense of like reality television, especially this show. You're on this show. Right. It's on a classy show. Right. There is some sort of, you know, personal, I do believe in personal responsibility on the, in the, to the extent of not only are you on this show where this is sort of the vibe of the show, but you're doing something to up the ante of the messed up things that happen on this show. Again, I'm not, I don't think anyone should, I agree she, that she, especially Raquel, James, her, all, her probably the most justifiable, the other two maybe to detract from themselves. Like, I think that they did cross lines. I don't know if it's Bravo's place to be like, it's kind of the, the internet should have been a little bit more insulted by that, I think. But they were, we were like kind of blinded. By the fact that that she was piled on so intensely on this show, but I don't know that it's Bravo's duty to do that because that Bravo the, took a that, took play, like they took a part in it. Is what I mean. It's but like, that's what they. That's the whole point. That would be I, like the whole. That's that the was whole, all anyone wanted to talk about. No one wanted to talk about anything else. And honestly, like I don't. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that it's right, a hundred percent. It wasn't. That doesn't mean but, the method in which. But that what they, is what is wrong with talking about the fact that they were cheating? It wasn't talk. It wasn't talk. It was like leading questions that were that that the, the polls, all of the games that, that the they played. That is Bravo. That doesn't matter. They do, it, just all, they do it, it all the time. Yeah, but there are potential. Like there was no there was no boundary. In like how far it wasn't classy. It wasn't classy. I think there was a boundary. It was petty. For right, sure. but that's what Bravo is. Here's the thing. I think that people are just mad that what they've they're just they've it's like, oh, you took it too far, but it's like, okay, 
This is the most highest rate. This is the sh- Bravo in its top form. So now people are mad that like it doesn't, they don't like it. So then don't watch it. It's kind of like saying Jerry Springer is icky. It is. It is. <laughs> yeah. It is. But, but I'm saying, but that's like sort of in its so nature. Icky. But here's, here's the thing. I think people, when they say they feel icky, is that what they really feel icky about is that like they. They like it. Like it. No, and it's I like, agree. That's what I mean. It's like, okay, like you can, yeah, that is a reflection of you feeling a certain way about what you're consuming. But that's, again, like we've been doing this the whole time. None of this is new. But it, okay, here, here's an example. I hear you about the Bravo thing and I am I was 100% on the train of like watching. I didn't feel comfortable being like Raquel's a fucking whore, slut, whatever, all of the shit that people were saying. I don't think any of us felt comfortable. But no, I know that. But right. they like they were bringing the people on from VPR to say those things. They didn't say them th- themselves, but they were opening the doors to do that. They let the, the, there was no like, okay, that's enough, Ariana, like like Raquel's sort of a person here too. I fucking Lisa was defending hard. We talked about this. Tom, like way less than Raquel. Yeah, Lisa is a misogynist. Right, I know, but there was no like, there was no sense of responsibility there. It was so I watched the Amber Heard and on Netflix, Amber Heard Johnny Depp documentary. If if you were, you were reminded of the ickiness of like social media part in in like the amber versus johnny depp thing i don't but i don't think that's comparable it's it's, i'm just saying the it was if if the fucking if court tv or like not court tv if the court itself was sort of in like letting it happen if the court was interviewing the the people say what they then i think that's sort of like what's sort of happening but that's the legal system this is a show that people get paid a lot of money to be on. And Raquel did it. Raquel started to date James because of the show. It's like, I think Bravo is very lucky that Raquel didn't try to hurt herself. That's exactly what I said to Sammy. Yes. Because I think that would have been a very bad look for them. And like, right. I thought that I thought of that during the reunion. I was like, this yeah. is like a very intense public yeah. Take down where everyone in America hates you. And like, for some reason, I feel like Tom is too delusionally confident to like even really let it get to him. But she just seems like she is w- slightly more weak spirited in a lot of ways. Yes. And like, I could have seen a world in which she like did try to hurt Agreed. Herself. I mean, when we were talking about every about it every week, that's there was a point at which I was like, I'm going to personally tone down, wait to see more of the information about like. Before it becomes her blame. Because if you remember, the, the we're looking at it as if we always saw it the way it is now. But you have to remember there was like weeks of mystery solving of like, when did they do it? Why did they do it? What's really true? And I think that a lot of the talk was parsing through that. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that like. And because Raquel, oh, they were like lying about it. And she was like, yeah, she was. You were watching totally. it in real time happen. Or not in real time. Right. We were watching it. I don't think that like, I think that. Everyone's rewriting a little bit of history about how everyone has been treated. And just because Tom Sandoval. No, no, we we said the same stuff. No, not us. No, I'm not saying us. I'm saying other people are rewriting this. It's like, do you not think that you would say that if three weeks after someone you like were best friends with found out that they were sleeping with your partner of 10 years, you don't think you'd have some really vicious things to say in a reunion? Like, I feel that almost anything you could say would be justified. I don't... Right. It was very close in time to when it actually happened. Yeah. Like, and that's the first time they see each other. And this was someone who called herself your best friend. We all watched in when they were camping when Markel was like, you guys are my chosen family. It's like, now they want to pretend like they're not friends. But we were watching her say, you're my best friend. And we knew that he was sleeping, that they were sleeping together at the time. So it's not the same now. I I agree. I'm not saying that Raquel has no fault in any of it. Like everything she did was fucked up. And I just mean like there could have been a little, like a little less ick 
coming response. There could have been a little bit more responsibility from Bravo because I said the same thing. I was like, if Raquel, Raquel was was pounded on like on social media, but wasn't Tom so much more pounded than Tom. on? I felt that I felt this whole time. I mean, it is called Scandal. It is called Scandal. It's not called Raquel. De- Scandal Raquel. It's called Scandal. So, yeah, like, like, yes, it is all about him. But in many ways, she is. She she was getting, she was getting a lot of shit too, and as she should have, honestly, like I as know. she should have, I, it was but, I, wrong. but it's okay to say it's icky. I fine that they like that they, they, it was a little icky. Like I'm not saying that it like Bethany's right because there's also so much shit about Bethany's now. Bethany's wrong uh, for other reasons. There's like I just saw on Instagram, Kyle Cook commented on another another Bravo accounts thing because. First of all, Raquel wasn't paid to do this interview with Bethany. Are people ever paid to do interviews? No, but the irony of it all, Bethany cashing in ads as she exposes Bravo's exploits in quotes and gives Raquel, Rachel, quote, a voice because this is all about like giving, she she keeps writing, giving women a voice, giving women a voice. Like Raquel also has social media. She could just speak it on there. Right, exactly. She literally has more ad spots than any other podcast I've ever listened to and Rachel won't see a dime, lol. I bet she had to pay her way to fly to B just to record this. If this was a true PSA, it would be ad-free. And also, if it were a true PSA, she would let Raquel talk rather than making it like a thing for her own agenda. It would have been released in one spot in one day. She also posted, she also posted a story of how she's like top topping the chart charting charting. And it's yeah. all about like, giving women a voice. <laughs> so Seriously, everything Bethany is, Raquel is not. Like, they are the complete opposite in terms of, like, I would say, like, thoughtful manipulation of a situation and, like, figuring out ways to make money and figuring out the bigger picture of what they're doing. Like, it's just worlds away. Well, I think they're both guided by, like, immediate impulses. I will say they share that. They seem to share I that. I think Bethany is a much smarter and has a much larger long-term vision. I uh, Maybe. I But here, okay. Can I ask, because I know people say, like, Raquel was pounded on so much more than Sandoval. Maybe this is, like, I'm projecting onto what I see of other people. But I feel that, like, in my mind, Sandoval is the evil, the target. And I thought that that's how everybody was, was treating this. Like, I feel that Raquel, like, at first it was my feelings towards her were like really, really, really negative. But it wasn't like, I was like, fuck Raquel. Like, no, this is clearly Tom Sandoval is a dick. And then over time, as like, I fig, you know, got more clues and context. I was like, I can examine Raquel more wholly, but still Sandoval is the victim and still Raquel was wrong. But she, you know, I hope that she, go- I thought it was good that she was off the show. The I- way in which everybody was just like, rush to call her Rachel, Rachel this, Rachel that. I never called her Rachel. I still won't. <laughs> okay, but we're, you know, people, people, like that's part of it. It was like, just like treating her like garbage in a way rather than like a person who did something bad. You know what I mean? Like it was like a, a different type of thing. It was a different, it, it just feels differently when you're like kind of targeting like this, we had this, we had this debate, like who's more responsible? And I was always it's like, always the cheater, Tom, right. Yeah. But everyone, it's easy to go after the women. It's, it's just easy. And that's what I felt watching Amber and Tom. But and she also had this Johnny. very serious friendship with Ariana, which you saw in the show. And I think that, that was the part that felt like. And it was annoying to hear her on the podcast being like, well, we really weren't that friends. Well, that's, and it was, that's she was just my acquaintance. Who became friends on the show. So you're friends. So you're friends. Right. Whatever. But it, okay. The other thing that, that Raquel said on part two is that Tom told her he was offered a producer credit for season 11. If Because of, you know, as they were For this next season. season. No, right now. Like what they're filming now. Yeah. And Raquel says like, well, he was offered a producer credit and I'm like, you know, nothing. But. She's not coming back. She hasn't been filming. No, she's not. And good for her. I thought until this Bethany thing, I was like, good. She really is serious about her mental health. This isn't going to be good for her. I think over time people will forgive her and she'll be, you know, whereas if she goes on and tries to defend herself and like Tom seduces Mm -hmm. her and manipulates her again, it just makes it worse. But 
Yeah, good for her. She also said that she also stands by that Sheena punched her. And um, I mean, I don't care if Sheena punched her, to be honest. I'm not like that concerned. Like, that doesn't worry me. I don't think it's great that Sheena was physical. That's bad. Like, that's especially because I think as high as Vanderpump just went, it's going to go that low next year. And the reason is Mm -hmm. partly because there's this James and Kristen abuse thing Mm -hmm. that's kind of Mm. bubbling. And I think that the physicality with Sheena, the debate of whether that really happened, I think that there's going to come – things are going to come up about like the producers hiding physical, you know, physical altercations and – I mean, James is the most verbally abusive person I've ever seen on TV. Mm -hmm. So I can only imagine what else is out there. And no one really seems to care that much. That was the other part about this whole scandal now looking back. physically. That's kind of weird. Is that, I mean, physically, you haven't seen as much, I haven't seen as much evidence on the show. But it's like not even hidden how verbally abusive he is to every single person around him. Um, And no one really seems to care that much. Which well, I there think was also weird. that debate about on the reunion about whether James whether James had like what was it grabbed a girl's ass right that was a debate on the reunion that. and Sandoval was like you touched someone's she's like you put your hands on on her and they kind of like swept by it yeah like, and he was like no it didn't happen which I'm James, sure is James not said true. no it didn't happen right. no yeah. I think there are definitely like I think there's definitely some fire where there's smoke when it comes to James but like yeah, I don't you know. have to worry when you're on top for for two for two I mean he and Lala <laughs> like took this and made it in their image and it's just mm-hmm. like you should not throw stones mm-hmm. yeah that's gonna come back to them anyway, anyway I think that's it right for this week's yeah at Betch's podcast who are we sending to the Caymans Bethany Bethany or uh, who else? Or, oh, Sam Asghari. Yeah, Sam Asghari. Oh, Sam definitely. Him. I was thinking him. Sorry, I forgot about that whole conversation. Yeah, Britney's ex is going. And by the way, I think we, we saw a reviewer being like, "I don't really understand why are you rewarding all these people <laughs> to go oh, to yeah, Cayman Islands?" Oh, we explained that. Oh, you explained it. Okay, yeah. I didn't get to that part. Um, you know, okay. what I'm upset we didn't get to talk about the Michael Orr story because although I think it's going to keep going, so I agree. I think I think more is going to be developed. That, I feel that there's a lot of shoes to drop there. So we'll Next get back time. to it. We'll get back to it. Well, all right. That's it for this week's At Betches podcast. You can follow me at Aileen. Follow me at Sammy. I'm at Jordana Abraham. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And we'll see you next week on the At Betches podcast. At Betches is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Picot, Rebecca Sosmacat, and Aliza Zim. Editing by Basilio Perez. Be sure to follow at Betches on Instagram and send us your emails to podcast at Betches.com. Betches.